going to speak on this topic here today is in what is your name? You know, we, we all have a name and we know that one day when, when we stand before the Lord and and hopefully, you know, he says, enter in thy good and faithful servant, you know, you know, he'll give us our glorified body. And then guess what else we're going to get? We're going to get a new name, you know, so but we don't have to wait exactly until that point till we begin to be recognized by another identity. You know, and, and as we are pursuing and, and walking in, in the Lord, uh, I want to read this next slide, baby. Uh, so we'll be coming out of Genesis 32, 22 through 30. And uh, next slide, baby. It says, and it reads like this. It says, during the night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two servant wives, and his 11 sons and crossed the Jabbok River with them. After taking them to the other side, he sent over all his possessions. Then this left Jacob all alone in the camp, and a man came and wrestled with him until the dawn began to break. When the man saw that he would not win the match, he touched Jacob's hip and wrenched it out of its socket. Then the man said, let me go for the dawn is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. What is your name? The man asked. He, uh, he replied, Jacob, your name will no longer be Jacob. The man told him, from now on, you will be called Israel because you have fought with God and with men and have won. Please tell, please tell me your name, Jacob said. Why do you want to know my name? The man replied. Then he blessed Jacob there. Jacob named a place. Penal, it is Penal, because I had to look at the translation last night. But Jacob named a place Penal, which means face of God. For he said, I have seen God face to face, yet my life has been spared. The sun was rising as Jacob left Penal, and he was limping because of the injury of his hip. So so if, if we begin to look, and what we're going to do is we're going to break this down verse by verse or section by section if we will and I want I kind of want to get you to the point where Jacob not only was wrestling but he began to name a place you see you see this place that was a nothing became a something you know and there's a something that's going to develop in our life as we begin to encounter God you know I said Jay uh, go back to the next one baby I'm sorry uh, after taking them to the other side, he sent all of his possessions. This left Jacob all along in the camp. You know, so Jacob didn't lose his possessions. He just became separated from all that God had blessed him with. Now, nothing would stop or stand in the way of what was to become next. As we have titled this message as in what is, um, excuse me. What is your name? Uh, sorry, I'm trying to get used to these notes here. Uh, you know, so so as as this the message of this title is that exactly as in what is your name? I would pose the question uh, during our time of fasting: Have you placed yourself outside of like these same situations? You know, you know he he became separated from what he knew. 
he separated himself from what was common you know and, and only at that place w w was he in a predicament where God could reach him where he was but you know so just like during this fasting have we become separated from these things that we're used to that have become common in our life that's something that that, that we just uh, look for as usual uh, so next we'll venture into uh, Genesis 32 25 through 26 when the man saw that he would not win the match he touched Jacob's hip and wrenched it out of socket then the man said let me go for the dawn is breaking but Jacob said I will not let you go unless you bless me if, if we could for, for just a moment um, go back to the other one my love so, so if we could for, for just a moment, if we could just talk about, uh, it's not a brief, but if we could just talk about the birth of Jacob. You know, Jacob was a twin and his brother's name was Esau. You know, and so and what happens here was Esau was born first and then come Jacob. You know, so, so now we're going to to the next slide. Here's what the name Jacob means. I think you skipped some, baby. Jacob means to take by the heel with the derived meaning to, to, uh, uh, to supplant, uh, deceive, attack from the rear. You know, so, so this became something common uh, for Jacob, you know, because they said, you know, the mother said that when the baby was born, Jacob come out with Esau's heel in his hand. So he was, he was coming after him, you know, and, and if we look, continue to look through the life, you know, you know, Jacob, uh, you know, try, he tricked Esau into selling his birthright to him for what? Something to eat for some soup. And so here we go again, we're, 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 you know, because I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, where is fasting or where is food or things like this being involved? And the Lord just begins to throw me these little nuggets out here. So he's talking about food and talking about the bowl of soup that, that and that he sold his birthright on behalf of that. You know, so so life goes on and, and Jacob gets on down the road and, and then he, he finds this young lady that he falls in love with and her name is Rachel. You know, and so he had made a deal with Rachel's father to marry her and he worked for seven years, you know, and in return, you know, the night of the wedding, he didn't give him Rachel. He didn't give him Rachel, he gave him Leah, her sister. So he, that's where we were talking about where his two wives earlier, you know, so he had Leah, but you know, he's like, you know, well, we had an agreement, you know, that I would get your daughter, Rachel. He's like, well, work seven more years for me. You know, so what did Jacob do? He worked seven more years and he he gained the hand of rachel and in the process the father-in-law being so wicked now let's just be really real he's just being so wicked that he wanted he said well you know i'm going to take all the speckled and spotted lambs and you get to have what's left so well what happens here the lord begins to minister to jacob and gives him ideas of what to do so what does he do right in front of the feeding trough he places things that have spots and stripes on it. And as, as the, the animals or the lambs reproduced, 
they began to produce animals that had spots and speckles on them and stripes. So, and that just goes to show us that the very thing that, that we're looking at, the things that our focus is on when we're eating is what we'll reproduce. And maybe we'll get to preach on that some other time because I didn't want to go there today. Um, but, you know, so, it, it, you know, and then he, he gained that. He gained enough that he was able to go out and to do his own thing. And then, you know, and he was making headway to Esau because they had had a falling out, you know, and that was a prophetic thing that the Lord had spoke to um, uh, Jacob and Esau's mother is that there be two kingdoms and they'll always be at the throat of one another. They'll never get along. And, you know, so so Jacob was, was moving on and here he was, was on the way back to Esau. And, and the reason why he was crossing over the, the, the river there is because he was he was had already begun to send out his herdsmen and already begin to send out flocks of sheep and stuff to to present to Esau because he still recognized Esau even though he did wrong but yet he had been away so what happens when we get away from home we really begin to hear the Lord because you know what happened to the prodigal son he said you know my father's servants live better than I do he said if I could just return back home you know so he made a conscious decision to return back home so as we return back to the very thing that God has called us to, uh, th then, then he can move on here. Um, next slide, my love. So Genesis 32. <laughs> I was like, what is that? <laughs> Genesis 32, 25 through 26, and it said, And when the man saw that he would not win the match, he touched Jacob's hip and wrenched it out of his socket. Then the man said, let me go for the dawn is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. You know, it, it has, um, it is always seen through Jacob's life that he never gave up. You know, he was always, it seemed like he was always in a fight for something in, in everything that he was doing. As we saw that about the two wives, you know, with, I think his father-in-law, his name was, was Laban. And so he was in struggle with that, trying to get that. And then he was in struggle with his brother and strife for all of his life. So it seems like Jacob was, uh, Jacob was always having to settle for second less, you know, and, and he carried a name of Jacob and we saw what the name Jacob meant, you know, it's a deceiver, you know, so, so a lot of times, people begin to view us from the name that they know us by you know you know several 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 years ago i was the guy running around here in the neighborhood at two o'clock in the morning getting drunk taking people's furniture off of their front porch and putting it on somebody else's porch just as a joke wise but but that was just one of the things that we did i mean it's kind of funny but but the reality is is you know i was that guy you know so it's like i said i'm either all for god Oh, I'm not for God. That's why it's, it's important for me to, to remain consistent and always striving and always seeking God and, and keeping my face in His Word and keeping my knees to the floor, you know, and having that posture of, of remaining humble before God because if I'm not humble, then I become profitable. It becomes me, 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 me. And it was never about me to start with. And it's just like Jacob here. It was never really about him because if we begin to look back when 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 they made reference to uh, about abraham they would say the god of who god of abraham the god of who isaac and the god of who 
Jacob, he didn't say Esau. You see, God had a plan here. You see, and God is tired of us selling for second best. See, he puts us in a position where we remember where we came from, that we've always had the seconds. We always had the seconds. And it's not that we grumble to complain, but here's what I'm saying, speaking prophetically to you today is God wants more for you. There, there, there's, there's a name that God's presenting for you that people will begin to know you by. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Um, so let's move on to the next slide here, baby. You know, and, and here's what the man asked him. You know, a lot of people say it was an angel. You know, the, the, the Bible just, just simply says a man. And when I begin to, to look it up, you know, and, 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 and it, was, it was a man, it was God in the figure of a man. So if we begin to, to look at the wrestling, you know, that he began to fight, you know, see the appearance of what he was fighting and what he was struggling with seemed to be one thing, but the reality is, is that it was another. You know, we're fighting and we're facing something, honestly, yet it's not what it really seems to be. You know, well, you know, the state of, state of such and such is calling me, and you see, but my Bible says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We fight against the devil. And as we saw in last week's message, what do we, how do we combat? How do we combat that? Is with the word of God. Lord, your word says this. When we remind God of what his word says, then he is obligated to remain faithful to what he has already spoken. You see, and he is still speaking it because it continues to reign in our heart. So, 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 Jacob began to wrestle with this man. And so if I and if I, I have to choose to believe it this way, you know, because he was known as one way and he fought one way. We've all seen people that fight dirty. You know, might keep some brass knuckles in my pocket. You know, or I might come up and sucker punch you from behind. You know, it, that was that's a deception. You know, people have seen us as one way. You know, but, but when we begin to do things differently, we might not see that manifestation of God working right now. But the thing is, if we remain faithful, you see, and what did Jacob begin to do as he was separated from home, he remained faithful. He began to do the things that God spoke to him. So what happens was that he began to fight against man. You know, his wrestle was against man. It was against man. And then here he is all alone in the camp and now he begins to wrestle with God. He begins to wrestle with God. You see, he followed the instructions of the Lord and found favor in God's eyes. His testing of his face-to-face -face encounter was set the stage for the rest of his life. His name became Israel, which means, next slide, my love, he strives with God or he wrestles with God this this testing was not as before because he fought with men which was was to follow the voice of God but now he was submitted to the will of God you see there there's fighting you know and then there's a, obeying the word of God now there's obeying his will when, when we begin to obey his will you know he was he, he was in the fight of obeying what he was being told now he had to be submitted. He had to move from being committed to 
to be submitted to the will of God. You know, and, and as we are reminded, next slide, my love, as we are reminded in, in uh, the prophet Isaiah said in Isaiah 1, 19, he said, if you're willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. You know, and our willingness isn't fulfilled until we become obedient. I'm going to say it again. Our willingness is not fulfilled until we become obedient, nor is our obedience fulfilled until it's met with willingness. You know, we've spoke about it. We'll say it again because I want it to move from your head and I want it to move into your heart. You know, Lord, use me. Lord, please use me, Lord, to edify your kingdom. But sometimes then we get along when we're around people and they're in a situation or maybe their mouth just becomes so vulgar. Do we use that opportunity to walk in obedience? You know, that Lord may be telling you to minister to this person. You know, he, 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 he can only bless what is surrendered to him so and, and we can't just say lord i'll obey you you know I'll, I'll i'll do this but then here's my complaint about it you know that that retracts the willingness to to be obedient to what he's saying so it, it's going to take these two hand in hand to be able to do what to eat the good of the land you know that is the good he didn't say the goodness of heaven did he he said the good of the land that's right now that's the life that we're living in right now. Right now. <clears throat> Next slide. Uh, so, so and now we see this fulfillment in Jacob's life as his name is changed to Israel. It's not the important part that Jacob won, but it was that his persistency that he never gave up. That he never gave up. So we go down to, to verse uh, 30, and it said, Jacob named a place uh, Penal, which means face of God, for he said, I have seen God face to face, yet my life has been spared. You know, as we read through the scriptures, that, that, uh, that places are given certain names. You know, David named places certain things. You know, and Jeremiah named things, uh, places certain things, and Ezekiel did the same, and Samson did the same. You know, because it because it did what? You know, as we spoke about earlier, you know that 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 that, that these places are no a nobody a nowhere, and now they become something because something significant happened. So what do they become? They become a monument. They become a memorial. They become something that tells history but it tells a story you know and we all have these places in our life where where we might not name it a certain thing but we have the the recollection of maybe when we see something you know we see something and then it begins to remind us of that something that we faced before in that place that we've been you know so so these places become monuments you know so so where are these monuments in your life and where God has done something for you you know where he supplied for you you know, several years ago, several, several years ago when me and my wife were separated, you know, because of, uh, just because of both of us, we fell out of love with God. And, and because we were seeking our own pleasures, but God had a way of bringing us back. And, and when it became to the point of where I'm not asking you to change them, Lord, but I'm asking you to change me. And when we get to the point when we ask the Lord to change us, you know, we remember that. And, and I remember the day that I came back home and I remember the love that we've shared since. And I remember 
excuse me, how our relationship is so much different now. God created a monument in our life. He created a, a, a memorial, if we could. You know, you even see that in the book of Joshua. You know, when Joshua and them crossed the Jordan River, you know, that they placed a memorial there so that they would become a, a remembrance of where they had been. Uh, next verse. At verse 31 here, and it said, The sun was rising as Jacob left Penal, and he was limping because of the injury in his hip. If we could, for, for, for just a moment, you know, we think about that monument, you know, that it tells that story, it tells the history. And, and then I think that this very next verse was so important that it was placed there because as it talked about the monument, but it also talked about the walk. You see, not only did Jacob carry a new name, but Jacob had a new walk as well. There was the evidence that he had been there. He had the story to go along with the name. You know, and so God is asking us today, you know, what is your name? What is the name that, that you are carrying? You know, see, a lot of people used to know me back in my younger days, you know, uh, I guess I'll just say this, and for the record, I used to be called Sexy Rexy, because my middle name is Rex, you know, and I went by, I went by, <laughs> I went by Rex before I got married, because the wife said, the wife said, you know, uh, you know, I'm not going to call you what all your other girlfriends have called you, you know, see, she was being prophetic there, because she knew she was going to be the last girlfriend that I ever had, you know, so, 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 so for hence then, for the past 24 years, I've carried the name James, and and I've not I don't have a, a, a rhyme name that goes with James, <laughs> but but that was a name that I went by. A lot of people knew me back in Clinton, in the, in the place where I grew up, they knew me by that name, or they knew me by other names. And and as I moved on in life, I, I began to carry other names, and and I become associated with. You know, but, but when I got real with God, when I got into that place where I was all alone with God, when I had lost focus of all my possessions, when I had moved everything out of sight and allowed God to wrestle with me, He saw my earnestness. He saw my seriousness. Does God see your seriousness when you wrestle with Him? Have you even got to the point where you've wrestled with Him yet? What is your name? You say, because God wants to give you a new name. Give me one more click. Just touch it one more time. You know, maybe. Okay. You can leave, you know, you can leave it there. No, no, no. I forgot to tell you about that one. Should be some little music to go with it, but if not, it's okay. We'll, we'll just move right on in. It, have you wrestled with God? Have you, during these two weeks, you know, like I was saying, we should see the difference in our walk in the last two weeks. And, and, and it should be evident. It, it should be totally evident that, that there's been a change in our life. There's been a change in our walk that we've been able to hear the voice of God, that he's been ministering to us on behalf of this and behalf of that. You know, so, so like I said, you know, at the very beginning, a diet changes the way we look. But fasting changes the way we see. 
and 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 during this time during this time God has showed you something he showed you something he's had to have because if he hadn't then I'm just going to be real then you really haven't been seeking God see because it's not just because I'm pastor it's just not because of because uh, 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 the anointing on my life I carry the very same ability that each and every one does that we all have that capability of hearing God hearing what he has to say and seeing the things that he wants to show the question is are you too busy with your possessions or are you still in the camp by yourself it's either one or this the other and if you remember back at the very beginning as, as the spirit began to speak you know that you're have you're gonna you're, you're you're struggling between the two but you're gonna have to choose one and either you're gonna be in route with your possessions or you're gonna be in route to fight with God what are you gonna do it's a choice that only you can make and as God wants so much for you it's a choice that you have to make God is that perfect gentleman and he will never ever ever do anything that you don't want him to do but the devil on the other hand he doesn't give you a choice if you're not a child of God because guess what if you're not serving the Lord well then guess who your master is the devil is So the challenge and the charge that I place forth this week is for us to place our possessions on the other side and to put ourselves in a situation this week. We got seven more days where we can be in the camp and that we get real with God. Because God wants to change your name. He wants to do something different. He wants you to be seen. He wants you to be perceived as different. And the evidence is going to be how you walk. How you walk will be the proof in the pudding. As I had said last week, what uh, our life is a manifestation or an outward evidence of what we believe. The life we live is that manifestation we believe we can't say that we believe God's word and continue to live like the world you know I asked a young man earlier this week said are you a Christian yeah I said well then why does your mouth sound like a sinner nothing crickets if you think about it I asked another guy I said I said what is the thing that can that makes a marriage strive I said, what will bring disruption in a marriage? I said, fighting, arguing, money, not being on the same page, not communicating, not spending time with one another. I said, then what makes our relationship with God any different? If we're not giving God the very best, then that relationship's going to suffer. It will never grow. It remains what? Stagnant. What grows in stagnant water? If you look at the Sea of Galilee, and then if you look at the Dead Sea, you see the Sea of Galilee freely gives. It, ge it gets, 
It, it takes and it gives. You see, but the Dead Sea, all, they, all it does is receive, 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 and it never lets anything back out. And nothing, nothing lives in the Dead Sea. That's why it's called the Dead Sea. You see, it's always getting something from God, but it's never giving something back. What are we giving that God has already given to us? What are we placing into other people that God has placed in our life? It's not always the words that we speak to people. It's the life that we live before them. Because we, we become what? We become salt and light. Salt does what? It preserves. It seasons. It changes the taste. It makes people thirsty. Why do you think they put used to put peanuts in bars? Salt makes you thirsty. And he talks about being light as well. When we are a light, he didn't just say a light, he said, but a light that is on a hill. We're exposed. He said, what good is a light if you hide under a bushel? What good is it if we try to hide our light? That light is there for all the world to see. So as a friend, as Pastor James, as whatever you may see me as, I placed a challenge for you this week. Not to step up your A game, but to say, okay, God, this is the home stretch for me. You know, Paul said, he said, run the race that you may what? Obtain the prize. Don't just be fasting just to be fasting, but be fasting because it's for a reason. It's so that we may see God in a new facet, that we may begin to see these very things that God wants for us, you know, because the main thing that I've only asked for, for us corporately in this fast is that we ask for direction for the church. Where do we go next? What's the next move? And the Lord's already began to speak to me about some type of outreach, or uh, not so much outreach, but a way of, of, of displaying salt and light ministry. And the things that God's beginning to show me that, that a building, you know, some type of rental building coming into play soon. I don't know why, how, when, where, but God has spoken it to me, so I believe it. So it's my, it's my place to say, hey guys, this is the vision that the Lord's given me. Let's pursue it. Let's pursue it. I, I will challenge you, invite people. Invite people to come. Will they come? I, I don't know. They may and then they may not. But how will they ever come if we don't invite them? If they need a ride, well, guess what? We'll get them a ride. It ain't that big of a deal. If I got to get up an hour earlier to make things happen, I'll do it. And I'm pretty sure between the four of us, we could pick up a lot of people, you know? And I'm just, I'm just being real. Because if God has placed that on us, I want to place that vision inside of you. You know, and I'm not sure what Pastor Doug will be bringing for us for meat-wise next week. He doesn't come with baby food. He comes with meat. And he comes with potatoes, something that is substantial, something that will hold us. So I pray that you move forward this week and that you accept the challenge that's been placed that, okay, Lord, this is the home stretch. We're going for the prize this week. So press in. If it's, if it's a little bit more to you fast, 
If it's a little more prayer, if it's a little more less of this and more of him, then do so. Not on my behalf, but yours. Because God wants to change your name. But he won't do it unless you are in the place where he wants you to be. I pray that all your minds and hearts are are here today. Anybody that may be joining us by podcast or via YouTube, um, I thank you for being here today. I thank each one of y'all for being here. You know, because you, you're, you know, I heard a man say, you know, you're a big deal to me, but you're a bigger deal to God. You know, and, and, and it's so true. You know, I'm not sitting here biting his words, but I mean, it's just, it's a reality that that, that is the truth. So, so I pray that, that our weeks would, would flourish this week, that the things that's been planted inside of us, that they begun to be seen, you know, that we begin to see the signs you know, of what God is doing in our life, what He's doing in this ministry. And sometimes I don't know the fullness of why God leads me in a certain way to bring a word, but it's for a reason. You know, and this is a word that's been dwelling in me this week about seeking God. <clears throat> Excuse me, because that was all I could get was seek God, seek God, seek God. And I say, God, I am seeking you. Keep seeking me. You be in the right place. You be in the right place. And it'll happen when it's supposed to happen. But it can't happen if you're not there. So ladies and gentlemen, let, let us close in prayer. We'll conclude today's service. Dear Lord, we thank you, Lord, today. We thank you for your blessings. <coughs> We thank you, Lord, for your word that you brought us, Lord, here today. We thank you, Lord, for your heart. We thank you, Lord, for the name Jacob, but we also thank you for the name Israel. We thank you, Lord, for the name change, Lord, that you've placed in us, the name that you want to change us to. But, Lord, as we place ourselves in the situation or we place ourselves, Lord, in the area in which that you've called us to be in, Father, Lord, and as we wrestle with you, when we become face-to-face with you, Lord, and no longer do the things that we used to do, Lord, you see our seriousness. Lord, as we have all wrestled against man, but Lord, have we wrestled against you. Lord, I pray that in the concluding of our service, Lord, here today, Lord, that this word would be a manifestation, Lord, as we take it this week, Lord, and we go extra mile Lord that we do the extra Lord that you see our eagerness Lord that you see our earnestness Lord in seeking you Lord on behalf of the church and on behalf of our life and our walk with you Lord and as we wrestle with you today Lord we see that our walk becomes differently Lord I pray Lord that you would not just dislocate one of my hips but Lord both of them Lord I want that double portion that you want for me Lord as I continuously Lord place myself Lord in the furnace of affliction Lord to be persecuted to be mocked to be scorned Lord for your name's sake Lord I want all of the dross I want all of the sin removed from my life Lord not that I would remain or be seen as perfect before man but Lord that my heart would be pure before you Bless us this day, Lord, as we bless your word. Keep us reminded. We praise you, we glorify you, we honor you, and we give your name to thanksgiving because we ask it in Jesus' name.